Not everything should be broadcast on radio. What is it? It's time for the B-side with JB and Jules. Let's do something. Sit down, buckle up and hold on to your hats. Episode six, welcome. Half a dozen. <laughs> there we go. It's also a six pack. Many so, things. So six tenths of six, a decade. Six pack of abs. Maybe. Get so your many things. Kind of but uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, episode number six of the B-Side podcast with Jamie and Jules. Welcome to all of our loyal listeners. These are legends. Welcome along. I've noticed a few people have uh, started tuning in at episode one recently. So okay. yeah, they might be a bit late to the show, but we love you. We love you wherever you start. Maybe well, you start at episode five and work your way down. That's the best thing about a podcast is you can jump on at any time. So if, you, if this is the first episode you've listened to, we do recommend you start at episode one. Work your way through. It is chronological, but you can listen to it any time. It doesn't really impact it. We're That's not talking right. about daily events or anything no. like that. There's no weather. No. Nothing like that. You can listen whatever time On of this day, day that want. we're recording, it is mostly sunny though. Yeah. That sort of works for a lot of time in Bundaberg, doesn't it? <sighs> yeah, maybe. Might yeah. hit some sweet spots. Um, but we kick things off with our legend of the week, Jules. Who is it? Darren, the metal detective. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love talking about this. So we actually spoke to Darren on the breakfast show and this guy is one of those metal detector people. You see them around, and every place has the metal detector guy. Yeah. They're oh, just there's always a few there. of them around the Bundy beaches, but this guy, I dare say, um, held a marriage together <laughs> after what happened. So there was this couple from out of town, and one lady that was swimming, they had a beautiful time um, in the basin, mm-hmm. and unfortunately for the wife, her wedding ring went missing. Did it go missing in the water? In the water. Oh, Can uh... you imagine the panic? Yeah. Unbelievable. So, lo and behold, would you believe when she turned around, she noticed a guy with a metal detector. <laughs> Said, yes, please. Can you please come and help me? And with a little bit of searching around, saved the day he found the ring for her. We were actually lucky enough to have a chat to Darren. He said he's found some cool stuff, like historical stuff over the years. Mm. Normally it's bottle caps, yep. bolts, Lots nuts. Of that. Rubbish. <laughs> useless just stuff. Um, but on top of that, he's actually found some cool stuff. And, yeah, it turns out... Well, there's not another job. The only people upset about this story are divorce lawyers. That's about it. <laughs> You've got mail. Time for the Triple M Inbox. Yeah, it's time to take a look at what is coming into the Triple M Inbox. Oh, you guys, you can jump on any time. Message us on the socials. So Instagram, 3Ms Bundy, if that's your thing. Otherwise, Facebook Bundy's 93.1 Triple M. We've got a message from one Lauren. Lauren. Who's Lauren? Do we know Lauren? Lauren. Lauren? She is the mother, the author, uh, and the mother of Lucinda, who is a young... Did you just say she's the author of Lucinda? (laughs) She is a children's book author. It's a weird way to say she had a baby. She is a mother (laughs) of Lucinda. Now, Lucinda's Oh, this is Lucinda we spoke to, the young artist. Is that right? Yes. Out in Jin Jin, she put together almost 40 paintings, 40 pieces of artwork in her own exhibition. The youngest, one of the youngest ever recipients of an arts grant. Seven years old. That's mm. incredible. And we, we spoke to her a couple of weeks ago and that she was setting this up. She was excited, but nervous. You never know how it's going to go. She was setting it up in Jinjin. We encourage people to go there and support her. She's a, like a young girl yeah. to put in that level of work. I was doing some nonsense at seven years old. Oh, man. Honestly. I dead set was happy if I got through a day of school without leaving a little bit of shit on my pants. <laughs> I just was worried about skid marks yep. and wanted to hold hands with girls. I think my concentration period was like going to the milk bar and just getting some like lick sticks or red skins or something like that. What the hell are you saying? What's lick a milk? Stick. You went to a milk bar a milk to get bar? a lick stick. Yeah. You know, a zooper dupers. A lolly, like an icy pole. Yeah. A lick stick. 
What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I was not focusing was on doing z- anything. Was it a zooper duper? Like, was it in a plastic packet or did it, was it a, like a paddle pole? Does anyone else call them lipsticks? No one calls them lipsticks here. What is it? Does it come on? <laughs> was it a paddle pop stick? No, it's, it's the Zooper Dupe is the brand. Literally Zooper Dupe. But I called them licks. Anyway, I'm weird. You called it a lick stick? Yeah. Did anyone else in your school? or Yes, did... everyone in my primary school called them lick are sticks. You, are you sure you're all dead? 100%. Was it the special school? Do you want to ring my old principal? Did you also ride the magic school bus to school? No. Is that what it is? No, is? I did not. I've never heard of them called Oh, my goodness. It might, anyway. It might be a Melbourneian thing, the lick stick. Or it could be a Jules thing. Who knows? No, but you said everyone else in your school did it. Don't give up on it. <laughs> Back your heritage. Like, I'm going to- I'll call some people. Like, I'll lay shit on you. But I'd also, if I go to Melbourne and I say, like, a palmy and I cop flack, I expect oh, yeah. you to- You'll be exposed. I expect you to dish, mm. it, dish it at me. Mm. So don't, mm-hmm. don't care away from it. Call them lick sticks. <laughs> lick sticks. You want to go for a lick stick yep. together? And some eat some little boys? No, don't nah. call them that. That's one I'll <laughs> never be on board with. That is, they are called Cheerios. I'll even accept the cocktail Frankfurt. Cheerios is the breakfast not, cereal. Whoever the hell come up with calling those little red sausages little boys, it's, <laughs> I nearly swore. It's just messed up. I don't like it. That's one. Get it out of my state. Get it out of my life. My Melbourneian is showing. I refuse to agree to that one. That's one. No, no go. Anyway, anyway, back to Lucinda. Okay, Lucinda, <laughs> that's Lucinda, right. Remember Lucinda's daughter was doing an art exhibition. What did she message us about? So... Lauren, the mum, said Lucinda sold seven of her paintings at her opening at her art gallery and made over $850. What? Yeah. $850 at seven years old. How rem- much pocket money is that? I remember being a seven-year-old looking at $2 coin going, Whoa, <gasps> rich. Holding it up gold. to the sky, showing my friends going, look at this, you peasants. I've got the $2 coin. Unbelievable. $750, you said. 850. 850. Seven, seven paintings, paintings 850. 850. Quick maths, what's that? 850 oh divided God, by seven? At least $100. Bucks. Over $100 moly. per painting. What a pretty, legend. Pretty impressive. Look at her go. I wonder well, what else she's going to do in years to come. The Triple M inbox. Anything you think we should be talking about on the podcast, like make lick sure, sticks. like, not licks, don't call them little boys. Refuse to agree to that one. I refuse to it, but send us a message. Uh, Triple M on Facebook. You gotta work for it. Time to earn your business shout. Yep. The job was Mick to reduce my golf score with a lesson. Become uh, an expert at golf. Yep. And we've got Mick with us now. Mick, how are you doing this morning? Yeah, I'm well. How are right, you? How are you doing today? Sorry, Welcome. we can't we can't say times because nice. it's, it's a podcast. Good so evening, good afternoon. Be... You're on the B side podcast, Mick. Good afternoon. Good Good day. Good day. Good day to you, sir. Now, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I've been giving it two weeks. You were tasked with reducing my golf score, so making me a bit better at golf for your business shout-out on the Brecky Show. Now, yeah. we, we haven't raved about you on the show yet, have we? Did we rave about him? We spoke that this was happening. Okay. Yes. But you still haven't... We still haven't confirmed whether or not you have reduced my golf game. What was the goal again? I need to get under... Five? No. No? The goal was for Under 80. five? What yeah, are you? <laughs> I don't know golf terms. What a, a Under five passing? Was the goal, was the goal <laughs> nachos? i <laughs> Jules just picked a random thing from the sky and went, I don't know what is happening. Mick Manave, Golf Pro, you are clearly the one that knows what's going on. Give us an update. <laughs> Yeah, the, the goal was we wanted to get JB out there and for 18 holes you wanted to have 80 or less strokes, which is better than what his personal best is of all time. Yep. And? And we're getting there. We're getting close. <laughs> Look, it, Mick- it's a good work in progress. We're in the, heading in the right direction. 
So, we are so Mick and I have been doing nine holes. Yeah. yeah, we got you down to a thirty-nine for nine holes. Yeah. Okay, so great. We've got half of it there. So That's Mick awesome. and I have done lessons, and this may actually be news to Mick, but I played around on the weekend. Was it social though? Was oh, it like a you know a cheeky beverage in hand? Oh, I was oh. hammered the whole time, but. <laughs> You still count. Yeah, it's <laughs> practice. Still, you still count your scores. Come on, tell me some good news. Mick, I can confirm I hit a 78. Oh. Yep. yep. Are you crying, Mick? Yep. That is awesome. Yep. That, oh. That's actually incredible. I thought yep. you were speechless. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Only 12 mulligans used, so other than that, <laughs> mate, pretty, pretty good effort. Thank you, Mick. Oh, you're a superstar. <laughs> Thank Wait, you. that's awesome. He's gobsmacked. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's, he's threatened. <laughs> yes. He's, he's the oh, yeah, I, I might have gone too good here. Yeah, Is what? there room for another How golf pro? How good am I at training people? <laughs> Love you, Mick. <laughs> Love you, Mick. That's awesome. Good well stuff. Done. you got to work for it. Hey, trainers, man. Time to earn your business shout. Jules has just left again. She keeps doing this. Which I don't know why oh, she... The phantom. She just gets up and leaves with no explanation. She's left the podcast. She just goes, oh, you're talking golf? Nah. She's polite. She can't fart on radio. Yeah, well, she sprinted off, so I reckon it might be more than a fart. We'll see. Oh, Let's no. Just, well, it's the podcast, so we can keep this in, our conversation after she's Absolutely. left the studio. So she's coming back now. Maybe she's catching what the boss She does look relieved and happy. So I think it's pretty... We're pretty confident that she's gotten up to something fun out there. Always scheming. Welcome back, Jules. Thank you so much. How was your poo? Uh, poo It's podcast day. Get the B-side with JB and Jules on Listener. Ah, JB, I have been scheming and scheming hard. All about Louise James. Oh, Louise James. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. It's back again. All right. So let's recap on this one. Louise James is a made-up character. So step number one. Bronnie, she always comments on this social media page, a community page. Bronnie slash Belinda, our co-worker. Yeah, she offers words of wisdom to everyone when they just ask questions. They might ask, I cheated on my partner. What do I do? And she'll be like, you go with your heart. Live Ugh. your best life. Live your, all this sort of She offers stuff. unsolicited life advice to strangers online. And I genuinely thought, where does this end? Because she's spending a lot of time doing this on Facebook groups Will she reply to just about anything? Yep. So what we did was created a fake profile. We used our middle names, Jules. Her middle name's Louise. Mine's James. Louise James was born. We Mm. created the account. We tried to post something about a dead cow. (laughs) It was deleted. (laughs) On so many pages. (laughs) Yeah, that was a real good effort. But we thought, last week we updated on that and we went, okay, now we need to be a bit more realistic so we, we need to it. tone down yeah we needed no dead cows so but we wanted to get something to intrigue belinda our co-host now belinda loves gin she's a gin influencer and we decided we'd focus on i've been drinking x-branded gin unfortunately i've been losing my memory every time i drink it can anyone help me with this problem so surely a post like that at a community group a local community group would get her attention you'd think so wouldn't you? so I mentioned last week I posted on several Facebook groups. Yep. Only one got through. Really? One got approved. It got denied on all of them. What did it get through? In the meantime, Louise James has started receiving Facebook requests, <laughs> friend requests from people Anyone that must know? be listening to the B-Side podcast oh, really? and are in on the joke. Oh, that's Louise good. James, born in Brisbane, lives in Bundaberg. Good looking. 
Uh, I even heard from a listener who said that she noticed Louise James' post and thought, wow, what a weirdo, and scrolled past it before they realised it was us. It was me all along. Nevertheless, Louise James posted that post. I've been drinking this gin. Unfortunately, I've been losing my memory every time I drink it. Can anyone help me with this problem? I have been inundated with help. Oh, really? Yep. Nine comments. Karen Venus says, write down what you might forget before you drink it. Cool. <laughs> I find it funny that because <laughs> I just expect all returning, like people saying, don't drink, don't <laughs> drink. You're drinking too much. How much did you drink? That's but, what no. Alan said. Stop drinking at three likes on his comments. Good Keith said, you. how much are you drinking? Usually only happens after my third bottle. William mm. says, slow gin is the best. It takes longer to lose your memory. Emma says, you're probably <laughs> not drinking enough of it. Robin says, yes, that's what gin is for. Forget and live in the moment. Greg says, you're just hitting a low point. If you drink more, the memories will return. Tim says, try Kalki Moon Gin instead. My favourite comment. <laughs> People think just soldier on and keep drinking more. Far out. Davo says, Davo Redbeard, also sounds like a fake Facebook account, says, I grow medicinal mushrooms that are fantastic for memory and brain function. I'm waiting on TGA approval to start selling them in pill form and straight powders, but they work just as well cooked and eaten fresh. He has been inundated with reactions to that comment. Speaking of which, our next business shout out goes to Mr. Redbeard. <laughs> Holy moly, are our drivers entertaining? We're not all bad drivers here in Bundy, but those that are get captured and humiliated on Facebook. There are plenty of of iffy drivers in this town, and everyone I speak to says, man, there's bad drivers in this town. But I've never come up to someone that says, man, I'm a bad driver, until (laughs) I met our roadie who does the breakfast show, Cherie. Cherie said to me, I'm a terrible driver. I'm like, why would you have been that? employed to drive <laughs> two weeks ago? Why, why are you telling us this? Maybe don't mention like, that. Well, I haven't told you about my weekend community service either. I was oh, like, oh god, I am not going stop any asking questions. With this, Sherry. God, love her. All right, it is your opportunity with this segment to send through your pictures, and this one is from Sam. So Sam sent in some bad driving. So this is an image. It looks like the underground car park at Hinkler. It does. It's a four-wheel drive. And so when you drive into a car park, they have those like concrete barriers. That's sort of a where your wheels should go to. This yep. four-wheel drive has gone up and over that. <laughs> they are parked relatively straight, but yeah. they've gone too far forward and are just sort of there. And the, How the, does this the happen? The yellow thing... They just drove over Tolford. It's a four-wheel drive. They, they're made to drive over things. My little so, master, too, would be beaten up by doing this. Yeah, it would. That's why that's fine. Um, that's why they have a four-wheel drive. But I don't – look, it's – it's. You're backing in this person. No, nah, it shows they're not that good at driving. <laughs> but also, you got to see – so you wouldn't know driving a Mazda 2 because it's a tiny little short car. But this looks like it's got a longer tray on it, like a – out-of-market longer tray. So it might hang pretty far out the back. Mm-hmm. So they may well have done this on purpose to help with the ease. What is ease. it, a Colli- a Colorado? Colorado. Yeah. But it's got a longer bucket tray. You can see that. But if but there's poles around there. If they went any further, they'd hit stuff. No, like any further forward. Yeah. yeah but they didn't. See, it's nice. There's still plenty of room there. <laughs> you were defending fr- this driver. Well, there's plenty of room in front of it. And it means like there's less of a chance of them being out the back in the way of everyone else because they're a longer car. So... You're saying play on. I'm saying play oh on, baby. Bundy drivers uncensored. 
Julia, I live in an old house. You do? I do live in an older house. It's a beautiful house. Been, it is lovely. It's plenty of room. But I'd say it was built, I don't know, what would you guess? It would be about Ooh. 50 years old, I'd say, this house. Yeah, maybe 1980s. And there's things you learn about older houses as you live in them that stuff just doesn't keep working. Oh, I thought you were going to say hidden messages in the walls <laughs> from years gone by. Yeah, you pull it, pull up the floorboards, there's bloody newspapers under there. Have you ever done that? No, have you? Yeah, we did up an old house a while ago and there was old newspapers from Wayne Bennett. Oh. He was going to Townsville for the first time to play. Are you kidding so me? So Wayne Bennett was playing when those papers were <gasps> That's laid. That's a great story. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm, Dine out on that. I'll tell you it next week. I'll go through more oh, detail yeah, on that yeah, one yeah, next great. week. Yeah, a bit of Thank fun you. there. Um, but this house, obviously a bit older, as I said, um, there's some Quirks that happen, right? Like there's been doors that have that have broken because no. they're a bit older. There's been the toilet stuffs up sometimes. You know, there's little quirks. How frustrating. They're just little quirks that come with, with an older So house. you learn to live with it and say it's part of the character. Yeah, but our real estate's really good. We give them a call. They sort it out. That's good. All happy days. Great. So no stress about it. Happens with an old house. A lot mm. of people would have it. But um, something happened in our shower that is different to what I've experienced before and Oh. I'm from a family of plumbers, so they work in this field pretty often. But um, there was an issue with our hot water tap. And oh, again, no. because it's an older house, the hot water isn't tempered. So on newer houses, they max out how hot the water can get. Oh, so okay. people don't get singed. Yep. In these old hot water units, mate, they are cranking full heat. So so if it's not working, does it mean you don't get any hot water in the shower? No, I mean, it can't turn off. So, oh. so we turn the shower on, mm. we turn the shower on and then my wife comes out and the shower's still fully running. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, can't turn it off. Oh. So I'm trying to twist it shut with all my might and it Jeez. will not turn off to the <gasps> point I've had to take the top of the tap off oh. and sh- DIY and close it with a shifter. Right. And sometimes I'll have a moment where you zoom out on the, on what's actually happening. Mm-hmm. If you could capture this photograph. So just this week. I was on my haunches getting my back hair removed with hair <laughs> removal cream from my <laughs> wife. quite the visual. If, yeah, if you missed that, I'm not repeating it. But anyway, I was fully naked, 90 degree angle, <laughs> wife there putting hair Doing her best, cream, getting the hair off. It, it was a sight. It was a horrible sight. This sight is my wife fully naked, standing there looking back <laughs> as I try to fix hot water. Me fully naked because I didn't want to get my clothes wet <laughs> with a shifter. Trying to close it off. So it's like some, I don't know, some sort of cross between the village people, the village people and a porno. Have you have you got tainted window? <laughs> oh, God. It's podcast day. Get the B-side with JB and Jules on Listener. All right, it's time. You've been here. You're here for this part of the podcast, specifically the secret sound clue. This is the secret sound. We play at weekdays, mm-hmm. 8 a.m. on the JB and Jules Brecky Show. And this is the only place you get clues. That's right. The exclusive place. So, without further ado, your clue for this week. He's coming to town. He's coming to town. Oh, it's, it's Christmas. Hmm? What was that, JB? Is it Christmas? Oh, I know what it is. Do you? I know what it is. Do you? I've figured it out. Hmm. Do you think I know what it is? Like with what I'm pointing at? Perhaps. Do you think I'm onto it? I think you are. I now know what the secret sound is. That's the end of podcast number six. Hey. That's a wrap on the B-side for this week. Love JB and Jules. Catch them weekday mornings on Bundy's 93.1.